Hey everybody and welcome back to Investing with Wesley. In my previous episode, I talked to you about personal tax write-offs and in today's episode, I wanna cover the basics behind the business tax write-offs and why they're so powerful in saving you a lot of money when it comes to taxes. Let's get into it. Okay, so for starters, what is a business tax write-off? Well, it's pretty much any expense that you can deduct from your income for tax purposes. So as an example, if your business gave you an income of a million dollars, but you also had a million dollars worth of costs to just operate the business, then your net income is really zero. So you won't be taxed on any of that $1 million because it costs you all the money you earned just to operate your business. Now, almost all expenses that you occur in operating your business can be written off as an expense but there's also some rules that the IRS has set forth. As an example, the IRS says that you could write off any expense that is deemed reasonable and necessary in the operations of your business. So if your business was in selling greeting cards, you can't write off auto mechanic supplies under that business because it really has no reason to incur that expense. So there are a couple rules, but Really, when you think about it, pretty much anything out there is an expense and can be written off to lower your taxable burden. Now, when it comes to business tax write-offs, there's three really big write-offs that I see people doing all the time. But before we get into those three common tax write-offs for businesses, I really wanna hone in on the idea of what makes business tax write-offs so important and so powerful for your tax return. Well, just as an example, if you had a business that took a loss, meaning you had more expenses than income coming in for that business, well, all those write-offs that would basically put you at a net negative flow into your personal tax return. So if you had a business that was net negative when it comes to taxes, and then you also worked a nine to five job that gave you $100,000 a year in income, the net negative from your business would carry over into your personal tax return, lowering your taxable amount on that income as well. This is probably one of the largest things that makes business write-offs so powerful for you, the individual. Because if used properly, you can theoretically wipe away your personal tax liability as well. Okay, so now on to the three common write-offs that I see pretty much everyone do. The first one is business loan interest. If you take a business loan out, whether it's a loan or a line of credit, the interest you pay on that is a tax write-off, not the full amount. You still have to pay a little bit extra every month to end up paying that loan back. So just the interest on that loan is a tax write-off. Now, this is important because if you remember in my last video, you can only write off the mortgage interest on your primary residence up to $750,000. But if you had a business that dealt in real estate investing, then theoretically all those mortgages, because they're all loans, the interest you pay on all of them are tax write-offs. Now the second most common tax write-off I see people use involves travel. And when I use the term travel, I really mean travel in pretty much every facet. It could be traveling and going on vacation, or it could be as simple as just buying a new car in the name of your business and then using that as a write-off. Now, you can't actually write off a vacation into your business, but it really just depends on how you classify it. 
As an example, me and my wife are joint owners in our business. And if we go on a vacation, it is not classified as a vacation, but a business convention between all the owners of this business. Now, since the owners are just me and my wife, our convention that we go on is considered a tax write-off. And the third and final most common write-off that people use is the home office write-off for their business. Now, if you go to any other YouTube channel out here, chances are you're gonna hear them talk about your home office write-off. This is extremely common because again, it is extremely powerful to use as a write-off. If you have a home office, then a portion of all your home expenses goes to becoming a tax write-off. Now it's equal to the amount of space in your home that you use as your office. So if you have a 1,000 square foot home and the office takes up 250 square feet, then a quarter of all your home expenses are considered a tax write-off. So again, these are things like mortgage interest, utilities, Wi-Fi, insurance, repairs, and depreciation. Now, on the topic of depreciation, it doesn't just affect homes. When you're purchasing an expensive item, sometimes the IRS is gonna ask you to depreciate the value of that item over the course of his expected lifetime. So I believe a home depreciates in 27 and a half years, whereas a car depreciates in five years. So if you were to use your business to buy a car, then you would have to depreciate the value of that car over a duration of five years. Now there's some rules when it comes to vehicles as well. For example, if you purchase a vehicle that weighs more than 6,000 pounds, you can actually request that the IRS gives you a full write-off in the year that you purchase it and you don't have to depreciate it over, over the life expectancy of that car. When it comes to taxes, there are plenty of silly little exemptions and little rules that really pay off if you know which ones they are. So aside from the most common three that I see everyone use, I also wanna give you a couple other tips that I myself personally use when it comes time for taxes. Like I already mentioned, both me and my wife are joint owners in our business. So every time we go out to dinner, it's not just a couple going out to dinner, it is a business meeting and the business is paying for dinner. I also already touched on the travel aspect of things, but the business can also pay for appreciation and entertainment for its owners and employees. So every time we go out to the movies, go bowling, whatever it may be, the business can theoretically pay for it. That also counts as a write-off. This is why I said at the beginning of this video that pretty much anything and everything can be classified as a write-off as long as you really know what you're doing and how you're spending that money. Now, as mentioned in my previous video, we can no longer write off itemized deductions in our personal federal tax returns. Now, it's unfortunate that for a lot of people, this is what saved them a lot of money when it comes to taxes. But I hope in this video I have shown you that if you start your own business and if you open up your own business, you can reclaim a bunch of those tax returns and those itemized returns back. Because if you remember, on your personal return, you're only allowed the standard deduction, deductions for medical and mortgage costs, and there's rules behind that, and finally, the business deduction. So if you move all of your itemized deductions over to your business, assuming they count as qualified expenses, 
then you can reclaim a bunch of those tax returns and lower your taxable burden significantly. Now, I also wanna put out a disclaimer that I am not by any means a CPA or any sort of tax professional. I am just an investment professional. So definitely talk this over with somebody that is a tax professional before you move forward in taking any of these steps. But I hope you got value from this video. If you did, please remember to like and subscribe because it really helps the YouTube algorithm push this channel out there. I have a dedicated Facebook and Instagram account. I don't post there too often, but I'm on there pretty much every day. So if you ever had a question, comment, or just wanted something addressed, feel free to message me there or just leave a comment down below in the feed. Either way though, the choice is yours and I'll see you in the next episode.